Max. 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 You be a good boy, Max. Good boy. Good boy. Just kidding. Max is a uh, deaf. <laughs> Max is almost completely deaf. Like I've, I've whistled in his face, and he stared at me, as if, as if I'm the dumb one for not being able to make a sound. It's like you're deaf, Max. Calm down. Anyway, hi. Welcome to this edition of the Nosebleed Podcast. I am Andrew. I'm reaching into the fridge to grab a beer because that's what's happening on this Monday. God, that sounds depressing. But I'm a freelancer. I'm a freelancer and I'm not sure what is going to happen academically because no one knows. No one knows what's going to happen. The school that I go to, um, doing their absolute best, doing what they can do, but as a student, kind of left in the dark. So, we shall see. Meanwhile, with that job that I got, it's, it's, it's per 500 words. I got a couple articles at 48 hours, and honestly, I just pump them out two or three hours, and then I'm done. So what to talk about, what to talk about today? Government's tripping. The Philippine government is hilarious. They're, um, they're trying to adapt to internet culture in the absolute worst ways possible. I mean, it's, it's like watching old people try to do those TikTok dances. It's cute, but ultimately, after the novelty is gone, it's gross. And what are they doing? They're, <laughs> they're essentially jumping in on cancel culture, except they're institutionalizing cancel culture, as opposed to like people being upset that you may or may not have said the N-word 40 years ago while on a ski trip in Switzerland when you were absolutely sure there wasn't anybody that was going to hear it. Somehow, somebody did. That's exactly what the Philippine government is doing with their cyber, cyber, <laughs> cyber libel laws. It's it doesn't leave any room for satire or humor. That's that's also the thing. Like humor, humor on the internet is very, very, very specific. And if you know anything about Philippine Twitter or Philippine internet, it's rough. You want to talk about. You want to talk about blank culture and horrible jokes, that's where you're going to see. Because the the veil of anonymity online is so overwhelming for us here in the Philippines. Because it's not like you can say anything like that in public. There's so many, there's so many levels of social, of, uh, there's so many levels within the social structure that to say something... To say something that a meme would say could potentially just get you shot. Look what's happening in Dumaguete right now. People are getting shot up. Who knows? Who knows why? But the internet. The internet is not something that the Philippine government is prepared to handle. 
Because, I don't know, they're probably used to getting their ass kissed. They're probably used to going to the country club and having everybody want to shake their hand because their business has to flourish and you got to pay the don, you know? So, I don't know. But <laughs> cybercrime, though. Dude, the real cybercrime is... The real cybercrime is pedophiles. There's a bunch of those here in the Philippines. You you see those Australian dudes that are just walking around with tank tops and they all look like Jimmy Savile and Prince Andrew, just the creepy ones. You get that uh vibe and they're just by themselves with the beady glasses and they're always old and gross and 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 there's something weird. Like, why are you here? And the answer is always pension. And I love the women. <laughs> I love the women. It's mad creepy. That's mad creepy. I do too. I do too. I, I'm a big fan of Filipino women as a Filipino man. But like, you gotta you gotta tone that down a little bit, homie. It's like you're just gonna you're just gonna do that here. I mean, the amount of weird pedophile shit that's online coming from the Philippines. If you've ever been on any group, like motorcycle parts group or or barter group or anything like that, every once in a while, somebody will post some creepy ass shit and you're like, whoa, what? And it gets reported. It gets people try to people try to get it investigated. I don't know if it ever does. Everybody is too busy saying fake news. You lied about that. Cyber libel. Dulfo didn't. <laughs> ben Dulfo didn't support rape culture. Uh, no, 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 no. That's besides the point. That's noise. That's fucking bullshit. Pedophiles in the Philippines. That's that's the number one problem online. That's the real cyber crime. So maybe you should get on that. Instead of acting like a bunch of Karens every time somebody may have not read chapter 32 of your <laughs> public policy manual that you got in Ateneo. Maybe that's not the issue. So, again, that, that would probably cause way too much international backlash if it were to come out. There was that one dude who I also think was Australian in Cagayan de Oro who, uh, who straight up he tortured babies. It was the worst. Just just talking about it freaks me out. Um, but yeah, he was doing it for years. And there was a network here in the Philippines in CDO. And to, to be naive enough to think that all those creepy Australian dudes that are in Lapu-Lapu for no reason? Like, do you not have families? That's the other question. Where are these people's families? I've been drunk around so many old-ass white people. And they're all having a good time. They're all drunk. They all got their girlfriend that's questionably 18. And, and you got to wonder, what kind of failure piece of shit are you? What are you doing here? Alone. Dating like young people using cheap street Viagra. Who are you? And what wretched life did you live that you had to flee and come over here like that? I don't know. 
no idea. And maybe that's a that's that's okay. That's way too judgmental because there are people that legitimately can't find a date and they come over here. Like there's some young people in their thirties that you see on Filipina Heart and they're just looking for someone, someone to to share some time with because American women they be choosy. They were choosy, and if you don't you don't fit a certain criteria, you're not gonna make it. Unfortunately, what do you think? What do you think I've been? <laughs> what do you think I formed the personality that I have? What do you think people in high school get teased and create new new vibes and and new aspects and new interests? It's all it's all to attract each other, and some people miss the mark. I know people to this day who are incredible, highly intelligent human beings. They're not, um, they're not, I don't want to say they're not capable, but they're striking out a lot. And they might come here to the Philippines. They might, they might meet Maribel. And, uh, she's cute. She's 22. You have no idea why she's single, because she looks like the only Filipino that was in your town. And, uh, who may or may not have been busted, and uh, she's <laughs> she's cute in comparison, so I can't leave that out. But on the other hand, that's some pedophile shit. So government, Philippine government, stop focusing on whether or not um, somebody talked trash about you on the internet. That's the most petty shit of all time. The fact that if you say anything on the internet, that may remotely be critical like a government official is going to go on youtube and call you out and then people are going to back her they're going to be like yeah how dare you question the authority of so-and-so is it's some crazy shit i mean i hope that nobody does that to me but this is the age of this is the age of cancel culture which the philippine government has co-opted it's official doxing and cancel culture which is the weirdest thing and if that happened to me well how am i gonna sue who am i gonna say who who am i gonna talk to that's quite possibly a dead end but you know there's always a way i guess so what what else what else is going on in this world Chaz, y'all heard of Chaz? Chaz is hilarious. I don't even know what that stands for. Shit, wait. Um, Capitol Hill Anti-Police Zone, which is basically just a bunch of communist kids with a no girls allowed sign in front of a couple of street blocks playing house or shit. <laughs> oh, I was like, look at these, look at these commies playing government. It's funny. It's so funny. And I think they just changed their name to Chop. And this is how you lose people on Black Lives Matter. This is how you lose people. Like, I support black-owned businesses because they're good businesses. There's a business called Crowns and Hops that I donated to their GoFundMe because they wanted to create a brewery in their community, in Inglewood. And they didn't want some Lululemon-wearing, Starbucks-drinking... Becky going in there and making their brewery and officially gentrifying the whole area. No, no, no. They wanted to make something of their own, and I highly respected that. So guess what? Guess who bought a t-shirt? 
guess who donated some? But when you start talking about that movement being co-opted by communists who took over city blocks in Seattle. By the way, the Capitol Hill Capitol Hill is highly gentrified. Capitol Hill is like is like living in in it's like nice part of Korea. It's like it's like living in, living in the Fairfax district in <laughs> in LA. It's just a bunch of people that have been there forever and then like vice workers and then a bunch of people that work at Google and Amazon, they all live there. So now they've been taken over. And of course you got pictures going online where where they're demanding vegan cookies and vegan cheese and shit like that, which is the funniest thing of all time. A video came out of a, a, a man with with either mental health issues or a, or a drug problem running down the street naked, talking about how he needs to get the kids naked again. What the fuck? And that's the state of Chaz. Sorry, Chop. Did I just dead name the area? Oh my god. Sorry, Chop. That's what Chop is about. And I feel really, really bad for the people that are working to push policy, the people that are working to actually help reform, the people who are actually supporting businesses, people who are actually trying to make that difference in the community, like the brewery, like Crowns and Hops, yeah, their movement has been completely co-opted by psychopaths. So hopefully they do something. I don't, you know what? The government's been really nice about that too. Like, they're on some they're they're on some treason shit. Like, if this was any other country in the world, the military would have got in, and everyone would have got a bullet in the forehead. You gonna you're gonna claim land like that? The lat really? You're gonna do that like the Confederacy tried? Did they just did they just do exactly what the Confederacy tried to do? You know what happened? You know what happens to them? They get bayoneted. They get cannon balls bursting into their foreheads that's what happened and what's happening now nothing they're just letting these stupid kids play it out which is fine do that it's it's better than an international massacre because it uh it there are grounds to do that in american history you're gonna claim those blocks you're gonna demilitarize zone <laughs> dmz seattle with an american territory all right, so they could play their little games, and their no girls or no police allowed, whatever sign they have on the front. But eventually, it's gonna stop working. And it's strange to me. It's strange to me how how silent a lot of my friends were, who who got me like, you know, this whole the whole Black Lives Matter movement. I'm like, yeah, that's that's something that I believe to be a part of something that I support that's police violence is really 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 bad things gotta change but then 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 you lose me then you lose me on the on the chat oh, I dead named it again on the chop even the riots even when the riots were happening I thought you know what there there are people there there are people that are in there 
that are just angry, that are just pent up rage because they don't have any jobs. <laughs> like, have you been? Have you have you seen those rallies? Have you seen those rallies? Some of my best friends went to those rallies, and they're taking videos. And there's probably one one black dude for every hundred white girls in Lululemons. They. <laughs> it even came out that there was white people, like washing black people's feet on some real shit. Them white girls just proved everything black dudes would tell me. White girls will do anything. That's why. That's why. That's why they they don't if they don't have to to look that great. But if they do, that's fine. Because they'll get on your they'll get on them knees and start washing feet in public on Instagram in front of A A in front of ABC. And they don't care. Meanwhile, their dads are here in Cebu on a bar getting drunk trying to talk about how old is this girl. <laughs> it's messed up. It's super messed up, but it is what it is, you know? It is what it is. That is the nature of what's going on today. I mean, it could get better. It could definitely get better, but it's going to take time. And that's the problem that I see with a lot of the people that are demanding change, either here in the Philippines or in the United States. It's that lack of patience is going to set people back. Like when you when you when you say meet all my demands now, the person says, "Okay, let me let me pull this together. Let me figure out the resources. Let me let me give you what you want on the books." And they say, "No, I want it now. Give it to me now. Now." It's like, "Well, you you you're going to lose. It's a bad poker move. It is." And now one thing that I hope doesn't happen that could that could definitely happen is the more wild and crazy shit that these protesters demand the more we're going to lose sight on what people are actually asking for and that's police reform and that's prison reform and that's supporting marginalized communities with money that's been inflated over the years in the police department with through police unions like that's that's what it is we go back and as much as I hate to admit it, because some business types tend to be a little annoying, is that it is an economic issue. I don't think there would be nearly as much pushback or nearly as much rage if there wasn't such economic disparity. And if there wasn't such economic disparity, there would be professionals and people in higher positions that could definitely look at people like whatever the name of that cop, the murderer cop, they could look at him and after the first couple incidents say, you're out, buddy. You're out. Because you're going to end up killing someone. You piece of shit. But that's not what happened. It's really, really unfortunate. Hopefully the message stays strong. Hopefully people, Hopefully people get what they want except for the people at CHOP, because that's just, 
pure idiocy. And that's my rant. That's it. That's my rant for today. I, I don't know. I didn't say anything of significance. And there's a motorcycle. I didn't say anything of significance. It's just, just two topics came to my head. And uh, not, once again, this is not fact check. This is just a bunch of rambles. Hopefully you're entertained. I'm trying to put content out there because this is this is the age. This is the time. Why not? And you should too. If you're listening to this and you have an opinion and you got some shit to talk, because you don't need to be you don't need to inform people. You don't need to use your platform to do good. You don't need to use a platform to do anything. Talk your shit. That's all you need to do. And if anybody tells you that you need to use your platform for anything other than your own amusement, tell them to go fuck themselves. It's what you can do. Anyway, stay safe. Have a wonderful evening. And that's about it. Good night.